0: Hey, this is Melanie with Getting Personnel with Christ. Join me as I dive into the deepest parts of my life and share how God has healed me. This is the series, A Moment to Heal, Finding Life in Jesus. Hi everybody and welcome to the first episode of the series, A Moment to Heal, Finding Life in Jesus. So I know that in these past few Sundays... The Gospel of Mark has been sharing stories of Jesus healing those who are struggling with unclean spirits, those who have been outcasted because of their leprosy, and those who are sick physically. And this really inspired me to finally talk about how God has healed me through the presence of the Eucharist and Jesus. And I want to share uh, just a little bit about me and all the things that I go through and struggle with. And I hope to reach people and uh, be able to help them through the same things that I am going through I am very scared to talk about what um, this episode is about because it deals with my own personal life and just the stigma around it and I I want to bring light to that mental illness and how that you know it happens and people go through it and they can live perfectly good lives and i'm i believe i am one of them and i would like to share more about that and this episode is titled finding jesus in my schizo life so you must be on here because you're like oh my gosh she's a schizophrenic um you know you might be thinking oh I don't know if maybe you have schizophrenia or maybe you have this thought of a thought negative thoughts about schizophrenics and before I I found out that I had a form of schizophrenia I have schizoaffective before that you know the the thoughts of schizophrenic people were um, people who are crazy who are um, serial killers um, scary um, yeah you know just like all the things that you might think of a schizophrenic is probably what I thought of about a schizophrenic um but I have schizoaffective and I'm gonna share with you what schizoaffective is and uh it's not very common to hear uh, uh this the fir- when I was diagnosed it was the first time I've ever heard of this disorder so yeah just want to share with you the disorder i have and i'm just going to read it off so schizoaffective disorder is a mental di- health disorder that is marked by a combination of schizophrenia symptoms such as hallucinations or delusions and a mood disorder symptom mood disorder symptoms such as depression or mania The two types of schizoaffective disorders, both of which include symptoms of schizophrenia, are bipolar type, which includes episodes of mania and sometimes major depression, and depressive type, which includes only major depressive episodes. Schizoaffective disorder may run a unique course in each affected person some of the symptoms of a person with schizoaffective you have the schizophrenia symptoms and then you have the mania or mania and or depressive episodes some of the schizoaffective symptoms are delusions having false fixed beliefs despite evidence to the contrary. Hallucinations such as hearing voices or seeing things that aren't there. Impaired communication and speech such as being incoherent, bizarre, or unusual behavior. Symptoms of depression such as feeling empty or, and or sad or worthless. Periods of manic mood with an increase in energy and in decrease in need for sleep over several days and behaviors that are out of character impaired occupational academic and social functioning and problems with managing personal care including cleanliness and physical appearance this is what i have i have schizoaffective and it's been rough and i've journeyed a really long time and but i have learned so much about myself and what i can accomplish and how jesus has had his hand in my life since the beginning and i am so proud of myself for where i am today and let me give you a little background of um how i figured out i had a disorder so in 2007 I joined a ministry a full time ministry where I lived in household um, with a bunch of women and there was an immense household to eat too and we did ministry out in the, the other side of the island from where I live and we worked with youth and young adults and did confirmation classes and youth ministry and worked in the parishes and it was great uh, I was the leader of the, wo- the women's leader and had a lot of responsibilities and 2007 was rough and 2008 I turned 21 and uh, you know I felt like I was on top of the world and going to accomplish a lot of things um, spiritually until one day well a few months um two maybe a couple of months I felt a little unlike myself I started to notice that I was feeling sadder and like not really wanting to do things and just wanting to be by myself and one night I decided that I wanted be kind of away from the other girls. And so I went into another bedroom and it was hard for me to sleep and concentrate or just um, relax. And then finally, I guess I went to sleep and then the next morning I I woke up and i found a kitchen knife on my chest pointed up to my neck i freaked out i threw the knife on the floor and i was so worried like why why did i have that knife in my hand i could not remember what happened the night before i don't remember going into the kitchen and i don't remember bringing it back to the room or All I felt was, like, I just wanted to die, and, um, but, yeah, I was confused, and so I called my mom, and she let my, she let my leader know that, um, I was going through something, and, um, and I decided that I needed to go home. My mom came to pick me up, and I went home, and, I was scared for my life. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what to do next except um, I was 21 and I thought that drinking would help me. And so I hung out with a couple of friends at a friend's house and I was telling them that, you know, I was struggling with depression and I don't know what was going on with me. And that the next day, I was going to go to a mental hospital. But that night, I got really crazy drunk. Um, I don't even remember what happened, but I know my mom was scared. She said I was yelling and screaming, and I don't remember that at all. And so um, I wrote a letter to my family in my house saying that i needed to get help it's going to be okay and um just please pray for me and my mom um took me to the mental hospital um and i remember growing up and like saying all the crazy people go to the, to this place and it's called kahi and we would joke around like, "Oh my gosh, you're so crazy. You're gonna go to Kahi and it hurt me so much because now I was that person. I was that crazy person that was going to go go to Kahi Mohalla. At that time, I didn't know what to expect. I I thought, you know, they're gonna chain me up, or I don't know, or do all these tests on me and I was freaking out but um I knew I needed to be there because I need I needed help and so I stayed there for a couple of days and throughout that time they you know talked to me and did some therapy with me and they found out that um I was I definitely had depression um, and I had some psychotic symptoms because I could hear voices and I could see things. I was hallucinating, and I, I did have a little bit of paranoia. Um, throughout that time, after, uh, that's when they really... I went to more doctors and more therapists and they really found out what I have which is schizoaffective and it's been a journey and all this time throughout the time of learning and growing with the disorder I felt that I was isolating I had mood swings I let down so many people and it was a struggle for me like special events I didn't want to even go and I just ended up staying in my room and like letting people down I had good relationships with people and um the people that really stuck by me are still by me today and the people that try to stick by me um but I guess I pushed them away or they didn't know how to help me um are not no longer in my life we you know um we're cordial but you know there's not that relationship that we used to have and you know it saddens me that you know such a such good relationships are gone now but i'm so happy to have the people that are still by me and want the best for me and so my sister and my mom and my family they all prayed for me um i'm constantly so grateful for all of them because without them i wouldn't be here telling you this story Dealing with this schizoaffective, some of the symptoms I said before was hearing voices. And throughout this whole time, I was so scared that people were going to look different, look at me differently. And I still do. And because of the stigma, I just deal with wanting to hurt myself and hearing the voices that tell me that i'm bad and i'm ugly and all this negative talk that i hear and that's what gets me and you know you may think that um those with schizophrenia want to hurt other people it that's not the case for me um They're always just, the voices are always just telling me to either hurt myself or, you know, think so negatively about myself. And the hardest part when I would have these bad psychotic episodes, I would scream at these voices saying, I don't want to hear it. Go away. Stop it. And by my side were my friends and my family, you know, trying to calm me down and tell me that um, those are not true. I haven't had a psychotic episode in a very long time, and I'm so proud of myself. And dealing with schizoaffective. Hearing these voices and seeing these things and thinking these things. The one thing that saved me was Jesus in the Eucharist. Being able to sit in his presence in adoration and to receive him in mass has saved me so much. I would sit in adoration for hours and just think, Jesus, God, if I could only hear one voice, let that voice be yours. And sometimes I would just cry and say, Jesus, help me. And I would picture him grabbing my hand and putting it to his heart to let me feel his heartbeat and just rest with the rhythm speaking about my schizoaffective is something that is so hard for me because I don't want people to think differently about me but the reason why I wanted to speak about it is because I wanted to share how Jesus has helped me throughout this whole journey. Without Him, I wouldn't be here today. Without the help of my friends and family, I wouldn't be here today. I stopped working in two thousand and. Uh, 2008 I stopped working I couldn't go to work I, I struggled with keeping up with um, everything and throughout those years I constantly went back to Jesus in adoration and cried to him during receiving the eucharist at mass and i prayed so hard that i would have a better life and jesus has healed me i'm not saying he fully healed me where i don't hear voices or i don't see things or have paranoia but it has lessened he was able to put me on a path where i could find Good doctors and a good a great therapist and some great case managers to help me understand my disorder and to help me be medicated I know some people are like oh you shouldn't take medication you know all these things and honestly if I didn't take medication um, I wouldn't be able to function i've been on this great injection that i take every three months and yeah there are times when um, it gets a little harder towards the end where i need a new injection but it is not as hard as when i was on no medication like i could not function and so you know jesus led me in the right path and that's the kind of healing i wanted you know being able to not feel like i'm a loser like or someone that is icky and having this disorder has helped me so much in my faith because i have accomplished so many things and especially this one you know doing this podcast that has been my dream to be able to speak to the world about how good jesus is in my life and how good he could be in your lives and so i just want to share with you everything about jesus that i know of everything that he has done in my life i just want to be able to spread his love to everybody and I'm so grateful for all the people who have backed me up, all the people have given me words of encouragement and prayers. And, and I know that Jesus has put me in this place. I know Jesus has placed these people in my life. you Jesus yeah man (sighs) this was hard to do but I am glad I was able to share with you how Jesus has helped me mentally in my schizoaffective life and if you are struggling with schizoaffective or any mental disorder you know go to jesus um he is the greatest healer he will show you the way you know and for those who know of people who deal with mental illness um just be there for them um pray for them if you can't if you don't really don't know what to do all you all they need is your prayers and definitely all the prayers that I got has really helped me through the most toughest times of my life and I'm just so happy that I'm on this path of healing and I'm on this path of growing And I'm so excited to share more about my life. And I want you to know that Jesus can heal you mentally, physically, spiritually. And the next episode will be um, how I was healed physically. Well, in the process of being ph- physically healed, healed, there's uh, something else that I have that not too many people have, or maybe I don't know too many people who have it. But it's um, I'm just gonna talk about some physical healing next episode, and um, I'm thank you for listening and I hope that you have a better understanding of um, mental illness and you know the struggles people go through and and it and hopefully I am taking away all the stigma that you think of when you think of people with mental illness and I want to thank uh Rhea and um other people who have encouraged me to share my story and i hope you have learned something and so let's end in prayer as we begin in the name of the father and of the son and the holy spirit amen good and gracious god you have healed so many people your loving and touching hands and love and heart has reached so many people to become better disciples of you let us be healed and be ready to jump up and share the good news of how you have done great and mighty deeds for us Thank you for allowing me to share my story and allowing me to grow with love in you. Mama Mary, you have been there for me and you have always shown me to your son. I am thankful and grateful for you. May the power of the Holy Spirit encourage us to always share more about god's love amen in the father and the son and the holy spirit amen thank you once again and i will see you in i will see you i will you will hear me in the next episode and if you have any questions please leave them in the comments below i would love to hear more from you also and follow and like this podcast thanks bye